So are you getting in your own way? Are you emotional? Are you having a freak out moment? Are you? Are you? I know it can be so challenging in your business, but I'm here to tell you there is a formula for breaking through all your fear and your emotions. And I want you to stay tuned to this next episode of La Dolce Vita, the formula for fabulous living, where my guest shares her powerful story. She's going to share with you how in one minute you can break through your fears, break through your emotions that are keeping you stuck. So I want you to stay tuned. Frankie Lee, dimmi. Quale senza della vita? The meaning of life is to live la dolce vita, which is the formula for fabulous living. Hi, my name is Heather Picken, and welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, the formula for fabulous living. I'm the catalyst in helping you to be more confident, create your dream business, and attract elite clients, and live a fabulous life. Here's Heather, helping you to upgrade your life to fabulous. Upgrade your life to fabulous, right, Frankie? You're fabulous. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of La Dolce Vita, the formula for fabulous living, and I'm really excited about today's topic, and this is all about persevering, you know, really being able to break through your, your blocks and things when you get stuck, especially if you have a business, and I know I've wanted to give up so many times when I started my journey, and, you know, thank God I didn't because I'm here today empowering women entrepreneurs, women leaders all over the world. And I love this topic. I'm going to introduce my guest, uh, Masha Maka. Maka. We, we were, I was saying it 10 times before uh, we started here. And I'm like, you know what? I it might mess up fun. your name so you can correct me. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting because her story is, you know, you've really defied all of the odds throughout your life. We definitely have that uh, uh, in common. And, you know, she, I mean, read a little bit about your story. Uh, wow, really interesting is that you became a Soviet refugee at the age of 17. So talk about breaking through some pretty big challenges. Uh, with Fire and Rebellion Determination Beyond Compare, Masha became the best-selling author and founder of the One Minute Coach educational system. Uh, she has worked as an executive coach for 15 years, built a successful import and distribution company, taught business leadership at MUIC, won ballroom dancing competitions. Oh, I love ballroom dancing. Yay. <laughs> and got her master's degree in higher education while raising three children. Oh my gosh, what a rock star. Uh, she has extensive training and education that contributes to her ability to create a life mostly only, uh, most only dream of. And that's true because, you know, you got to be fearless in your pursuit of doing something worthy. So, so Masha, thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, thank you, Heather. Very nice to be on your show. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, uh, to me, I think we really connect as, as women, you know, through our stories, everyone has a story. And Absolutely. your story is pretty impressive. I mean, how many people can, you know, flee from another country, come over here, start businesses, become successful, and create the life that they love? Now, probably the, 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 the premise for your book was 
all of your journeys, right? Uh, my first book, um, because I have two under the umbrella of the One Minute Coach System, which I will explain a little bit uh, in a minute. Uh, the first book, The One Minute Coach, uh, Change Your Life One Minute at a Time, is basically based on that um, time in my life when I became a refugee and I had to build from uh, basically zero or I would say even minus. You know, when I went to um, uh, college to learn English, they tested all of us to see which level we're going to go on. And uh, my parents ended up in level zero. I ended up in level minus one. I didn't even realize it existed. Wow. <laughs> but I kind of started, yes, um, without any language, without money, friends, connection. I left everything behind. As a refugee, you lose not only your citizenship, uh, but most importantly, you lose the people that you love. Because uh, when I left, it was still Soviet Union. The wall did not come down yet. Uh, we had no idea it would. So I left thinking that I will never see uh, my friends, the rest of my family. I, I left with my parents, but the rest of my family, you know, I, it was, that was very, very, very difficult. And of course, uh, the fact that the mindset, the Soviet mindset and the American mindset, they're like two, you know, opposite <laughs> spectrums. It's so different. And even today, you know, we see a, a total disconnect. And I bet you're really grateful and thankful that you're here today, that you made that journey. I am, I am now, definitely. At the time, at the age of 17, I, I had a pretty good life, to be honest. I had a lot of friends. I, you know, I was going out. I was studying. I didn't want to leave. Uh, it was my mom that uh, wanted to give us a better future. At that time, as a teenager, I didn't quite understand uh, what that meant. I just wanted to, to live my life, you know. Uh, but um, she was very clever, my mom, because I said to her, you know, I don't want to go. And she said, okay, fine, you stay, we go. And of course, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to be on my own. Yes, so um, so I came, and it was very rough the f the first few years. The first five years, I would say, was very rough, uh, mainly because I lost uh, a sense of identity. I kind of I didn't know how to fit in anymore, um, and uh, I had no sense of purpose. That's very hard. That became eventually became one of my purposes in life is to help other people discover theirs because I know how bad it feels not to have that sense of purpose, you know, not to have, uh, not to know where you're going, not to have the clarity or how you're going to get there. Uh, and, and this desire that I had almost from the very beginning to, to make a difference, to change the world. And I felt like, what can this little Russian girl, because I'm very small, I'm like five two, <laughs> uh, do you know in this big uh, America, you know this country I know nothing about. Like, what can I do to change the world? And fortunately, uh, I came to realization that if I change my life, if I work on myself, and I make uh, myself uh, a success, and, and I do the best and be the best I can be, that will automatically change the world because you know if you think about it if everybody does that uh then the world will definitely be a, a much better place so i started to uh, learn a lot uh about uh, self-improvement and mm -hmm. i listened to many tapes brian tracy anthony robbins you know many many books uh, and actually not just listening and reading and this is really important uh, i've always been a very good student and so i would do all the exercises you know like yes you you have to apply it you, you have to apply and, and just you know i, I want to interject something really quickly because you're talking about you know your story and how you struggled and you were basically birthing your purpose out of 
your own need, which I think it's really important for people to hear, you know, women that are either listening or watching this right now, if you're going through what I call a holy crap moment, <laughs> when everything is breaking down, you know, if you follow it, then you can turn it into a mission and a vision and really help people. And, and that's what you're doing today. And that's what I love it. You know, we get so scared when we're going through something like that. I know years ago when I didn't know how to handle it, uh, I got really emotional and I would be in what I call my freak out moment. I didn't have the tools that I had today. And I know you, you, your book talks about, you know, why it's important to handle your emotions during those situations because you've, you've lived it, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, very, very good that you said that, uh, because um, what I'd like to add uh, is that we are never, I believe, uh, and not just me, you know, it's uh, a lot of wise people uh, whose stories they read, believe that we're never given a challenge we cannot overcome. Spiritually yeah. speaking, like we're not, if, if we're giving a challenge, it's because we have the resources within ourselves to, uh, to overcome this challenge and become a much stronger, better, you know, wiser uh, person in the process. So in a way, these challenges are given to us almost as a gift for our soul to grow and expand uh, and, um, you know, to to become better. I haven't, as a, I worked as a coach for many years, for 15 years. And every time I would ask somebody to name their peak moments in life, it is practically always some particular challenge. And the stronger the challenge, the more they feel it was like uh, this uh, incredible moment that they've overcome. Right. You know, o o overcoming challenges is uh, what makes life interesting in a way, you know? It does. And you can't do it alone. I mean, that, that's why it's important, I think, to hire a mentor, a coach, read books, like get, get some tools and strategies so that you can, you know, go out there and help other people. I really feel like we're, we're in this together. Everyone on this planet, we're in it together. And once you find your purpose, then, you know, it's like everyone else evolves. Like to me, I look at it as evolving mass consciousness on, on this planet. So I, I love, I love your vision and mission. And I, I'm sure when people hear your story, they're like blown away. Like, wow, I can't believe you moved Thank over you. here and you went through all those challenges. And, you know, what do you, do you think looking back at your story that that was the biggest challenge for you? Or have you had other, uh, not that you haven't had any challenges, you know, up to this point, but would you say that was like the most difficult thing? You know, it, it, I used to think it was the most difficult until about uh, like four and a half years ago when I had to face my biggest fear. And that's something, Heather, you mentioned actually a few times as you spoke. The most important word that you said is fearless. You said it a few times. You said fearless, uh, facing your fears. It's all about that. It's all about this is how we become stronger. This is how we gain self-confidence self-esteem uh if anybody is struggling you know what facing fears and overcoming fears is what makes us uh strong what what helps us get to where we want to get and so about uh, four and a half years ago i had i i ended up facing my biggest fear and that was by far more difficult than anything i've ever faced and my particular fear was to be uh left alone uh, to, to to for my husband to leave me Mm. <laughs> uh, I guess the fear of abandonment, if we, yes. you know, if we look for the mm -hmm. word. 
and it happened and which is not really surprising because when we fear something like really strongly it happens why because that's what we focus on regardless whether we focus on something because we really want it or we focus on something because we really don't want it as long as you focus on it that's what you bring into your life it's law of attraction so me having this huge fear that it one day it might happen of course it happened (laughs) yeah. And that was hard. You know, that was like losing. Like, I felt like my ground was disappeared and, and I just completely lost it. And, and I was left with three children. And, um, but honestly, the best thing that happened to me. But it, isn't it? It's usually and I like relate. that. Yeah? I can relate. It's usually like that. Sorry. Part of my story has been being disempowered in the areas, you know, from money to men. Like my life was a mess, but particularly in those two areas. And I found that those were very connected. Every time I would get into a bad relationship, I would lose all my money. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And, and so it's like, I would just, you know, get in a relationship that would be toxic for me. And then I would face my fear. I'm like, I've got to break up with this person. This person has taken me down, you know, it's taking me down like the Titanic. So mm-hmm. I better do something. And so I really appreciate, you know, you sharing, going through that story. And there, there's women all around the world that are going through divorce, death, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And we just have to be able to like, face our fear, like, like, like breaking it down. We think about like the anxiety, like I want to give you a recent example. So, um, I am not a big believer in going to like traditional medical doctor. I've got my own method, the way that I believe I'm not going to, that's another show, but anyways, uh, my boyfriend wanted me to get a specific test and I really didn't want to do it. It went, went against everything that I stand for. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to appease him and I'm going to do it. And I was freaking terrified. I was so terrified to kind of look at the results. And I'm finally like, you know what? I am just going to let go because you know what? You got to look at worst case scenarios and then you just let it go. And I did and everything was fine, but I was creating all of this anxiety inside of me. And I, I knew I'm like, listen, this is something that I teach, but I was so in my head. So when someone, let's just say, uh, you know, you're working with someone or uh, talking about some of your strategies when they're in that head. Cause, cause I know I've been there where you're like, I mean, we'll never get through. I mean, we'll never not have fear. It's really unrealistic to say you'll never have fear because we all mm-hmm. have it. It just depends on what degree, but what mm-hmm. are some of the things that you recommend that you've walked people through when they're in that moment, right. Of, of not mm-hmm. knowing they're freaking out. Um, what do I do? Right. So what are, what are some of the things that you have people do? That's a brilliant question. Uh, and and to, I, I will trace it back a little bit and will tell you what actually gave me that last little push to, uh, to take this step. And I read a quote and it just clicked with me. And the quote was, um, if you're really afraid to lose something, lose it and don't be afraid anymore. And I was so tired in a way to live in fear. And I knew I had that fear and I knew I was, it, it, it created a huge dependency. You know, when you have a strong fear, you're dependent wow. because you're too scared to let go. Uh, and it wasn't a healthy relationship. So uh, I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to lose it and not be scared anymore because living in fear is much harder than facing any of that any of the fears. So that's, that's step number one. You have to realize that as long as you live in fear, 
you're never going to be happy. Not, not really, not fully. And you're not going to really have much uh, respect for yourself or, or, you know, the confidence that you need. So facing the fear is usually less scary than it seems. And even if it is scary, you know, it passes. Uh, nothing is scarier than the fear itself. I think that's also someone said that. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is all, what, what you also said. When you're in the midst of it and suddenly you realize, I- I'm freaking out. You know, I'm just, I'm losing it. You know, I'm here. You, you, you have to realize that it is all in your head. It is your thoughts. Your thoughts creating emotions and then emotions making you feel a certain way and then you start thinking more and it's like this spiral that is taking you down. So you want to basically stop thinking. This is a, that, that's why so many people recommend meditating. meditating. Yeah. Because uh, the more you learn to stop this constant noise in your head, constant thinking, you know, the more you learn to do that and the, the more you can do that, you know, maybe more and more every day, much, you, you will be much calmer. You, you, will, you will realize that the same situation that used to like fire you up uh, and make you react, suddenly you're not reacting. You're like, wow, uh, you know, I'm chilled. You know, this is great. <laughs> but that's because you, you break that pattern. You know, most of right. the things, yeah, it's a pattern. It's something that, was triggered by a certain uh, very strong event somewhere maybe in childhood or earlier in your life. It doesn't have to be childhood, but something happened that triggered a particular reaction. And that emotion kind of gets stuck in your, in your system, in your energy field. It gets stuck there. So uh, when the emotion is stuck in us, we, we manifest, actually we manifest situation that create that emotion for us over and over again. And you will notice that you have a pattern of particular emotions, not that many, there may be like three, four emotions that constantly are triggered by different people or different events. And that's an indication that there is an emotion that's stuck in your body and it needs to be released. Uh, An emotion is not supposed to be stuck in your body. An emotion is just energy. It's not who you are. It doesn't belong to you. Uh, that's why it's also you have to be careful how you use your language. You don't say, you know, I'm uh, frustrated, I'm angry, or I'm sad, you know, I'm happy. You say, I feel right. I feel yeah, it. you know, I think that's really interesting because when people say, and I might get a lot of flack for this, when people say that I'm, you know, oh, I'm depressed, I'm like, well, you're really comparing your life to a fantasy of how you think your life should be. And if you just kind of like, just take a step back and use those tools that you're talking about, like really manage your energy and your emotions. And I love the fact that you said meditation because meditation, they have proven scientifically that it it slows down the brain waves. You get into that place and you can get the answers, but yet a lot of times people think they're, they're going to find the, the answers to their issues when they're in that, that fear state, that, that fight or flight type of situation, yes. right? So I, I love the fact that you're saying meditation. So let's, let's talk about meditation. And it, it's funny because this is exactly what I did. When I was in my freak out moment, I'm like, Heather, you know better. Meditate. I start, I went into a little meditation and did a guided meditation because I think that helps me the most when I'm in my amygdala. And within a couple minutes, everything started to 
like release and let go. And I had this inner knowing of like, everything was going to be okay. It was, it was really cool. But I think a lot of times, most people I think that are, that are watching or listening to this, they don't understand the benefit of being able to do that. Right. It's not so much that they don't understand the benefit. They're just not sure how to do it. It's not so, right. it's easy to say, you know, uh, meditate, but most people don't know what that means or how to do it. But I'm just going to just step back just one for one second, because something you said uh, earlier uh, about reaching out to other people, getting help either from uh, people who actually specialize uh, like coaches or psychologists, psychiatrists or books uh, or shows like yours, you know, reaching out uh, to get an outside opinion is very important. And the same thing happens with meditation. And actually it was Albert Einstein who said that we can never resolve a problem uh, in, from the same place it was created. So our, our mind, our thoughts are always in the same, we're, we're in the same kind of like uh, same pot. You know, you're like, you're, you're thinking and thinking and it's the same thing and you're going around and around and around. And you gotta get out of that your personal little, you know, space and get an outside opinion or listen to something that suddenly, you know, makes sense or clicks. And, and when you meditate, that, that's also what happens because you quiet your mind and you get that different perspective by quieting your mind. Now, people who are just starting to meditate, I recommend to start with guided meditations on YouTube. There's loads of them there. You basically go on YouTube, whatever issue you might have, if it's anxiety, you put uh, anxiety guided meditation. If it's depression, you put depression guided meditation. If you're just tired and you cannot sleep or you, you know, you're having insomnia, they have guided meditations for that too. You start with that and you, you, you will understand how they, you know, what they're saying to calm your mind. And then you can do it to yourself as well. You can also put hypnosis. That's kind of more or less the same thing. But you start with that, uh, and that would be the first step. And then just uh, slowly, slowly uh, try to spend even five minutes just to, you know, just not to think. And in a way, it's not logical. That's why a lot of people don't understand. It doesn't make sense if you stop thinking how you're going to resolve a problem. Like people used to, again, it's a habit. They used to think and analyze and you know, connect the dots and think out of the box, you know, to, to find the solution. But actually, it works. Like you said, you know, you quieted your mind and suddenly it's just, it was released and you understood and you had the clarity. It just works. It's not logical, but it works. You know, it, it's so true. And, and I know people are listening to this right now. They have a problem. Maybe it's their business. Maybe they need to focus on making more money. But when you are feeling like, I have to, using imperative language, feeling forced, you cannot be in your flow. You cannot be in your genius zone. And it is counterintuitive. So I just love what you're saying. It's like, you know, you got to look at your emotions. You, you've got to meditate. You've got to change your state of, of how you're thinking and being. Now, it's interesting. Your, your book is coaching yourself basically in one minute you know, in, in, in a day or, or whatever. I was about to show you. This is, my, this is my new book. It was just released last month. It's the One Minute Coach to Mastering Your Emotions, uh, a step-by-step -step guide to feeling good on a regular basis. And uh, just briefly, the One Minute Coach system is quite unique. I mean, there's 
thousands of self-help books out there, self-help books. Uh, and I'm sure lots of them are wonderful, and, and I read a lot of them all the time. What makes uh, my books unique is the way I write them. You know, I actually majored in math. <laughs> uh, I never really intended to be a writer. So my books are, are written using that very... I guess, logical, step-by-step, action-oriented way. Uh, In fact, it's written using accelerated learning techniques, Mm -hmm. which is the skill of learning how to learn, and it works with the whole brain learning. So uh, it's very quick to absorb. It's very easy to internalize. And most importantly, you know, it uses, it has action steps. So you will see here, each, each page is a standalone chapter. Uh, and you will see that on the right hand side, on the left hand side, this would be the left uh, of of the two pages. It will be the information which corresponds to the yeah, left. Side and I just want to interrupt you for those that are watching on iTunes. You got to go over to heatherpicken.com and find the episode okay. <laughs> so that you can. Yeah. See it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the video. So I'm showing. I was so happy that we're doing a video. I'm like, yes, I can show. Actually, I can show the book. So and then um, the the right hand side, which corresponds to the right side of the brain, has an image that summarizes basically what they just read, and it's very you know it's easy. You know, I don't think even books with complicated content have to be complicated. I right. think you know we need to try and make it as easy as possible for people to read and grasp what they need to know. And the action step are, steps are important because I'm sure you you well. I assume you would agree with me that knowledge these days does not have that much value because there's too much knowledge. There's an information overload. What has value is applying that knowledge, is actually taking the knowledge and doing something with it. And to make it, again, as easy as possible for my readers, I uh, give a short, a little bit of information, just a bit, not to overwhelm, and exactly the steps that you can take to use this information. So it's, it's easy to read and it's easy to apply, uh, and that's what makes it unique. I, I love it. I love the fact that you have broken it into easy steps so people can uh, digest the information and then, of course, apply it. You know, they can easily mm-hmm. take action and then get results because that's what it's all about. Well, Masha, this has been so much fun. I really enjoyed our conversation. And before we go today, where can people uh, learn about your book, buy your book, uh, learn more about it, you? Yes, the best, the best place is to go to my website which is mashamalka.com. That's uh, M-A-S-H-A-M-A-L-K-A.com. Uh, there's a link there on the homepage to, to buy the book. Um, there are gifts you get if you sign up to the newsletter. Uh, and you can also find out about my workshops and one-on-one coaching that uh, I also offer. That is fantastic. And if you're watching in YouTube, it is in the show notes, iTunes in the show notes as well. Uh, Well, thank you so much again for being my guest, Masha. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I have to hear you say again, La Dolce Vita. Uh, La Dolce Vita. (laughs) Uh, Can I try? Yeah. I I just feel happy when I say it. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. And a little bit silly. No, it's great. It's perfect. You have to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. So my pleasure. My pleasure. And I just want to close out the show for everyone that's listening or watching. Uh, take advantage. Go to Masha's site. Uh, to me, it's all about 
learning and applying and setting your ambitious goals and being able to, to actually achieve that because there is a formula. We're here to break down that formula and give you exactly what you need. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you found this show to be fabulous, (laughs) please share with your fabulous friends, rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. (laughs) I'll make sure I take a beatbox lesson, right? (laughs) Or give my little chihuahua a bone. That's me. Fabulous.